Well, good evening, everyone. This is Melvin York, and I'm here with you again today with Global Foods with Daddy Pete. We have uh, trying to been keep you updated on what's going on in the world of foods, recalls, uh, some of the things on the medicines. We also we have encouraged all of our listeners uh, to join the USDA page to get your daily publications out on recalls. And you can also do that with the FDA, get the recalls and the shortages that's out and see what's going on. We're going to go through here in just a little bit and uh, try to uh, inform you on a few things that's going on uh, that I think that you'll find interesting uh, on what's going on in the world today. We're going to start out and we know that we do have shortages everywhere, but I wanted to uh, just give you a quick update on a couple of things that uh, I ran across that um, is in short supply right now. Um, again, we're seeing more and more of this all the time. Uh, for one reason or whatever, we you know we got one guy blaming one guy, we got one fella blaming this fella. One agency blaming this agency, uh, just on and on and on. Uh, but yet the problem's not who's to blame so much is we have a problem and nobody seems to be doing nothing about it. Um, that's the real problem. Now, uh, if you are a member, of course, you can go to our web page, which is daddypeats.com. That's daddypeats with an S. Uh, and you can go by and archive uh, all of our podcasts, or you can tune in to uh, Podbean and ask under that section, tune in to the uh, Daddy Gardening with Daddy Pete or either Daddy Pete Global Food. You can go in under uh, the Kingdom Prophetic Society. Also, we did a segment on Sunday about... Uh, some of the new uh, meat that they're creating in the lab, laboratory-grown meat, and uh, how it was approved so far. And the first one's uh, type was his chicken, and it has been approved for sale in America. I think it was November the 17th, somewhere in that neighborhood, that it was approved. So just uh, trying to keep you updated on some of those things here today. Now, uh, one thing that we're seeing shortages of outside in the grocery store, where when we go through there, we see uh, abundance, a lot of supply parts, even for automobiles, for trucks. I know people in the industry, they're telling me they were having a hard time getting them. Everything's back ordered. It's a supply demand thing. It's been uh, long enough since the COVID uh, shutdown, which wasn't 100% shut down. You still had your uh, essential workers working uh, every day. Uh, so there must be something going on just beside this. Uh, Tucker Carlson, he uh, has been keeping up a whole lot with the drug shortage. And uh, he had two guests on his show, and they actually uh, did an article here. And I'd like to read that to you today. It's not a very long article. It's... it's uh, short one, but it gets right to the point. This is the experts tell 
Tucker Carlson, the FDA, is sitting limply by amid national drug shortage. And if you've been to the grocery store or to the pharmacy, uh, I take one type of medicine myself. Uh, that was uh, due. I waited a week on it to get it and was lucky to get it. Um, but some of the medicines for, and you'll hear it, uh, for other things are in short supply or hard to get. So I'm going to get right in, and I am reading this directly off of uh, uh, the page here. So it says, uh, Fox News medical contributor lambasted the Food and Drug Administration for their response to the ongoing national drug shortage Wednesday, arguing agency is sitting limply by and not working to solve this issue. Uh, he went on to say, don't think the FDA is actually doing anything about this. They're sitting limply by. The story begins and ends in China tonight because those lockdowns, those ridiculous lockdowns, COVID zero policies cut off the supply chain. NYU Lagon Medical Center clinical professor and Dr. Mark Siegel told Tucker Carlson, and we, and we get, according to the U.S. Census, we get 95% of our imported ibuprofen from China. I'm going to repeat that again so you'll understand where our medicines are coming from. Uh, according to the U.S. Census, we get 95% of our imported ibuprofen from China. We get 74% of our Tylenol and almost all of our antibiotics. So now, what has happened? They relieved the lockdowns, and in China, people are scrambling to the pharmacies trying to find Tylenol, trying to find Motrin. We're not going to get it because they're hoarding it over there. Siegel claimed that the issue is caused at least in part by a global pharmaceutical culture that encourages people to actively seek unneeded medications under the false assumption that it could help them care for their loved ones. Drug shortage are apparently getting so dire internationally that some Canadians have reportedly come to the United States in hope of finding Tylenol and ibuprofen due to the shortages in our own country. Doctors are now often unable to find medications that are frequently used to treat common ailments such as asthma or the flu and have consequently sought out alternatives, Fox Business reported on Friday. I know what you think about pharmaceuticals, and I agree with you, Tucker. Siegel said, we're a pill-popping culture, and so here's what's happened. A parent goes to the pharmacy. They can't get Tylenol. The child has a fever. They rush him to the emergency room unnecessarily, and that's what you've been talking about for a long time. Uh, but it looks like where this is coming from, supply and chain problems from China. China, the same country, Tucker, that exports the influenza virus that we see every year. He continued, exported COVID to us. Now we can't go to them for pills. We need to treat the common cold or antibiotics we need. The problem starts and begins with China, Tucker. So that was the article on that and what's going on. Now, um, you know, food shortages, we've got to have food. Now we're into the part that we have uh, medicines that are short. We have uh, pharmacies that's running out of medicines that's not just Tylenol and not just 
ibuprofen, which are good fever related, uh, bringing down the fever and people and, and children. But there's still other alternatives to that. But we're talking about people that has asthma. That's a breathing problem. Uh, could be uh, a life-threatening situation. We're talking about antibiotics, something that, uh, again, could result in a life-threatening situation. Uh, but what do we do? Now, what I've seen some people, and uh, I'm listening to the world of our organic growers, our organic people, some of our people that took back to the farm doing things in the older ways, some of the people that uh, uh, has been called the ones that uh, are doomsday people that have prepared for and have been preparing for over 10 years for situations just like this. Um, but a lot of their medicines, they're going back to growing their herbs and spices, eating a different way, eating healthy, not buying uh, so much of the processed food that's on the market. And uh, But again, uh, there's manuals, there's books all on uh, the herbal markets for herbal medicines and all, but there do come with warnings and uh, you need to be very careful about how you you uh, use these. Some of these herbs and these uh, potions, uh, for a lack of a better word, that's been passed down through years and through generations do work. Some of them could be dangerous if you take too much or if you do have an allergic reaction or conditions of that sort. So before you go out and start growing herbs to grow medicine or make medicine with, uh, I would suggest that you do your homework on that, do your research, find someone that knows for sure, go through and check all the facts that it's safe and these do work. Again, a lot of people grow one type of herb. There's different cultivars. One will work, one doesn't. This is just, I'll give you a good for instance. It's like holly. There's a holly that's grown, or I'm sorry, not holly, but a mistletoe that's grown in uh, the United States. There's also a mistletoe that grows in the UK. One is poisonous, so what, somewhat, and the other very little. The one in the United States is very, very uh, less potent than the one in the UK. Uh, so, but it's two different cultivars, both mistletoe. Same things when you go and uh, grow herbs. They are different cultivars of things that, and another good example, sage. Uh, there's a lot of different plants that fall under the category of sage. A lot of different cultivars there. I'm not saying that they're all bad, they're all harmful, but there could be some. And again, you know, need to know which ones to use. So these are the things we're talking about now. We do this not to scare people. These, this is not a scare tactic. This is not something to, to get everybody up in arms about. But what we're trying to do is keep you informed on what's going on so you can make an educated decision on how to care and take care of your family. Uh, so that everyone can be safe. Do we recommend that you go out and start hoarding today? Absolutely not. We're not doing that at all. Uh, is there such a thing as being prepared to have a, 
a little bit extra on the shelf? Certainly. We always need to do that in case of a national disaster, a weather-related disaster. I mean, uh, was it last year or year before last with the cold hit so low in Texas and we actually had people that froze to death? Uh, they wasn't prepared for such a thing as far down as it went without generators, without any other way uh, to heat, have water, extra food, uh, and then people perished. Also, during hurricanes or tornadoes, we have all of these type of weather-related uh, problems. So you want to make sure that you do have enough medicines. You want to make sure that you do have enough water, clean water. Uh, you want to make sure that you do have canned food, something that you could eat or uh, where you didn't require power to uh, fix this or power to keep it refrigerated. So certain canned foods are good to keep on the shelf just for uh, events like we were talking about. So, again, not a scare tactic. That's not what we're about here. Uh, we're just wanting to keep you informed with the things that's going on. So. Uh, anyway, they are a shortage of pharmaceuticals in the world. We do and are dealing with the food crisis uh, in the world at this moment. It seems like uh, right now in the United States, we have a problem with uh, a gas line in Oklahoma. So uh, we are being told that we could see fuel in a short supply if that's not fixed uh, fairly quick. So these are the things that we're dealing with, but these are also the things that can always happen. Uh, we heard that someone in uh, North Carolina attacked a power plant, shot up a bunch. We had people that was out of power five or six days. Luckily, it wasn't in the coldest of the weather. But what if it had been? Uh, again, what would have been the hottest part of the weather? We have elderly elderly people that cannot stand either extreme and could be life-threatening to them. So these are the things that you want to be prepared for, not uh, scared into or using a scare tactic. That's, again, that's not our thing here. What we want to do is keep you informed, bring it in front of you, let it hit your idea part of your brain of what I need to do to prepare and make sure our family is taken care of. Uh, I know a lot of us have uh, elderly parents. Some of us had children with special needs uh, That's gonna that takes more caring for than the average family. So these are the things that we need to look after and take care of. Um, and if you'll go, uh, a lot of the state, and I know North Carolina does that, they do have a list of the things you need to uh, have on the shelf, be prepared for a national or weather-related disaster that's coming by. And uh, I think maybe it's two weeks' worth of food. And again, not sure on the amount of time, but I would feel better myself if I had two weeks' worth of supplies uh, on the shelf waiting for it and, uh, you know, something extra. Again, you got to think about, do I have batteries? We don't have lights. Do I have this? Do I have that? It's just a world of different things you can think about. 
they make the little solar chargers and things that keeps their phones charged up. Uh, very inexpensive. They actually make one that uh, I like. It's got a weather radio on it. Um, a national for the National Weather Service to let people know what's going on in the area and then other. It does have a phone charger uh, port on it. Also has flashlight built into it. It does have a solar panel where you can solar charge it during the day, but it also has a hand crank type generator and uh, batteries that you can actually keep it uh, the power up on it by turning the hand crank and doing that. And these are very inexpensive. You can buy these from anywhere from $29 to $39, $49. And believe me, it's really worth it. My wife and I were out uh, this weekend. We ran across some LED lights that are, wow, I mean to tell you, they're about a five by seven. They look about like a picture frame, but you're talking about bright. They have two different uh, settings. You can dim it down. They also do have the distress one that flashes. Uh, the lights, I think, were like six bucks a piece. But then a power outage being LED, I think it takes three uh, AA batteries in it. Uh, this is something that could be a real lifesaver and uh, keep you from having to run a generator just for light purposes. Then you would have the lights. That way you don't have to burn candles, uh, which is a lot of times not safe. In the house, especially if you have smaller children. So these are the things we're talking about. Okay, shortages, uh, disasters, things that hits us unexpectedly. So I hope this maybe uh, sparked an idea or in your brain today, and uh, you'll give us some thought and uh, another way to help your family. So. We do appreciate you listening to us. You can, like I say, you can tune in to Podbean. That's uh, Podbean. And uh, here our podcast, you can go to our webpage. And that's Daddy Pete's. That's D-A-D-D-Y-P-E-T-E-S dot com. You can go there if you want to ask a question, leave a comment. And we'd love to have you do that. Well, these have all been archived. You can go and join catch all these again everything will be on the kingdom prophetic society page you can look that up become a member and join there cost you nothing you can also sign up for our free uh email that we send out once a month uh on gardening with daddy p so just shoot that in there and we'll send you all the gardening tips too and if you get a chance go by and listen to some of the garden podcast we're talking about maybe we can answer some of the questions and if you don't find your answer there shoot us a question on the uh on the web page we'll be more than glad to use it and try our best to get it answered for you well i've enjoyed today i hope this has been helpful you've been listening to daddy pete's global food and i'm melvin york your host i hope everyone has a good day